Hey, hey, hey. We are back. Peanuts gang gang. We in this thing for season two, episode one. Okay. And we normally start with chit chat and then go into the different segments. But this time we're going to switch it up a bit because uh, one of the members, we'll talk about who that is later, said, you know, we need to do something new. So we're going to try this thing out. First and foremost, hello again. We missed everybody. And this is your girl, Motada Jitada, Mahogany Locks, coming back to host lead the crew through this conversation we about to have and also who we have with us miss music google of course hey girl gang gang okay that's gang, all she's gonna gang. say no that's it hey y'all i missed you <laughs> also along with miss music google because they are a team mr google is in the house hey facts what's up not much chilling trying to stay low Trying to stay out of trouble, trying to stay black, the usual. You better lay low. Oh, oh. <laughs> Miss Music Google coming through with that one. And of course, and not the last, but she last this time, is Miss Bunny Miss Bunny Jones. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bunny Jones coming through with the spiritual ratchetness. What's up, girl? Ratchet, how y'all doing? I missed y'all. Let's get to it. Let's, let's, let's get it done. Let's get it done. Okay. So, this past weekend, if you're in Chicago, it is June 20th. This past weekend, guess what? It was a whole holiday yesterday. Whole holiday. Shout out to the Juneteenth for all of our black people. Give them a shout out, y'all. I want to shout out to all the black people, you know, doing their thing. They either working a hard nine to five or they cracking cars. Peace and loves to you. All of you, because it's your holiday too. <laughs> I just want to shout out to all my queens out there that got the hair wraps, the coconut oil, the shea butter, my shea butter queen. Look, this one's for y'all. Yes. I want to shout out to all the ratchetness. <laughs> all of the ratchetness. <laughs> I want to shout out to all my beautiful black kings and queens. Yesterday, this weekend, this lifetime is your time. That's right, because it is now a federal holiday. We got to give praise where praise is due. Hallelujah. Okay, pay well, holiday. Well. well, happy Juneteenth to everybody. Also, today, Father's Day, honorable mention. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Ain't none of us fathers on this conversation, but that's all right. If Mr. Music, if Miss Music Google and Mr. Google keep playing, we're not gonna have to be able to say that next year. The point is, or right now, no. <laughs> Y'all see what they didn't thrust me into? We ain't even five minutes can into say, the podcast. Can I say this? Can I say this? We're not even five minutes into this. And y'all already plotting on the sister's uterus, okay? Nobody Start plotting. plotting on my uterus. Fat. Happy Father's Day to all of those who are actually about to have a baby or have had children this past year or you or know. you you got a niece or nephew and you're yeah. prominent in their life. Yeah, that's the thing. And 
shout to the step parents because step parents be getting that's dead, right be getting disrespect you know not not enough play they don't get mm-hmm. enough play so At happy all. father's day to all of those fathers out there um but getting into this conversation Last weekend in Chicago, the city went to phase five. We opened up all the way. Okay. It wasn't nothing but open legs and 7-Eleven open. Honey, it was open, open. Okay. Everybody was out here in these streets. Okay. But what is the talk of the town with everybody being out here in these streets? We still are in a pandemic. Although people are vaccinated and removing these masks, we are still in a pandemic. It ain't over. It ain't over. It ain't over. But the city opened up. But we want to talk about this vaccination situation. I put, I say vaccination with air quotations because, you know, people be out here lying. Yeah, okay. I don't even know if y'all heard that, but neither here nor there. Miss Music Google, she can get, she can talk about that later, you know, a little yeah. crack crack. <laughs> now, we gonna get into These Are The Facts with Mr. Facts, also known as Mr. Google, and Mr. Mr. Miss Music Google, because that's what he is, gonna be in the minute, Mr. He, Miss Music Google. He, Wait, he's what? my frequently asked questions, y'all. Yeah, yes, he'll be Mr. Miss Music Google, That that's gonna be his name. Say that five times, you know, fast. That's not my name. That will be your name. So, <laughs> the future Mr. Miss Music Google is coming through. Give it to us. Okay, uh, enough with the name. Yo, so this is Facts with the Facts. So, since we're talking about Juneteenth on this weekend, we're going to discuss a, a, a politician who was prominent and being against Juneteenth two years ago. And now all of a sudden, his he's, his blinders are just off and he just finally sees the light. We're talking about Republican Senator Ron Johnson. Now, over the weekend in Milwaukee, he went to do a speaking engagement celebrating Juneteenth. But when he got there, he got one of the worst receptions I've ever seen for a politician. He was loudly booed and called a traitor by Republican members or Republican followers. And he was not even celebrated by those who celebrate Juneteenth, i.e. the black folks. But he had the audacity to sit up there and say, this is not how we bring the country together and this is not unity. So I just want to stop right there. Let's pause for a second. First of all, what are y'all thoughts about it? I just want to, you know, ask you guys before we uh, before we get into it. Let's start with you, Bunny Jones. You know, I, I think I know where you're gonna go, so you know we're gonna we're gonna go somewhere else. So, Miss Mo, what do you think? Uh, not me either. <laughs> go ahead, skip me. I'll come back to me. Okay, I think that they want to get their thoughts together because I think this is gonna get real deep and real in depth. Mm-hmm. So, two years ago, Senator Ron Johnson was against Juneteenth, signing off on it. You know, he's one of the Trumpers. He wants to follow up on the the you know whole Trump thing. And now all of a sudden he didn't see the light. So it's, in case you guys didn't know, it was a unanimous vote by both sides of the aisle in the Senate, Republican and Democratic, and the one lone independent to sign for uh, Juneteenth, making it a federal holiday. So when he went to Milwaukee to celebrate it and put his piece on it, he was booed by both sides. So my thoughts about it is this. Senator Ron Johnson, you cannot expect unity when you've been divisive for the past four years. Let's start there. So, what the reception that you got from both sides, 
and I'm, you know, me, I'm going to be honest, I vote Democrat. I believe that you're full of shit. You're just doing what is popular right now. I firmly don't believe that you believe in the whole, you know, Juneteenth celebration. And I'm, you know, I personally call you out about it. I don't think that you're, you know, all for it. I think you're just doing it just to make yourself look good and prepare yourself for midterms. But that's just my, you know, perspective. Now, next thing I want to, you know, discuss, what did he expect? Did you expect to come out to roaring applause, you know, a standing ovation? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm, nah, bruh. That's not how this works. You, if you're gonna play, you're gonna play one side, play a side, you gotta play one side fully or play the other side. You can't play both sides and then expect to, you know, get a handshake or a pat on the back saying, good job, Senator Rock. No. Yeah, I mean, because people feel like you are jumping shit or they can't trust you because you wishy washy. And there's nothing more, nothing worse than a wishy washy politician. You know, if you're for the people, you got to, you got to make a stand and stick with it. Now you can choose to change your mind, but changing your mind also has its repercussions. People don't trust you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, are we actually surprised by this though? Oh no, we're Maybe. not. And, I mean, he not the only person. I feel like he's a reflection now. Some people are about, you know, Juneteenth now. Because, come on now, last year, there was a lot of people that didn't know what it was. Some people was against it, talking about some. Oh, we already got an Independence Day. We got 4th of July. But now, since, you know, it's been made to a federal holiday, everybody wants they bid in. Like, oh, we get another day off. Oh, we get paid time and a half. Where was this, you know... Where was this uh, energy at when you we went when you we, we was needed when you was needed in the trenches trying to you know get this recognized? Right. I agree, and you know what? I I'm with you, ladies. I'm tired of the phony politicians just doing things because it's popular. If you're gonna do something, do it because it's right. It's not just politicians; it's people in, it's general. People in general. It's people in general. It's America in general. Yeah. yeah, I mean, doing you know trying to do things for clout. I can't respect you for that. And I honestly, because of the stances that he's made in the past, I more than likely never will. But I mean, given the circumstances that has happened in the past year, you know, you can't really blame these politicians for jumping ship because they, they afraid. They don't want, you know, the madness and chaos in the writing to start again. So I'm not saying all politicians are like that, but it also be that mindset, oh, let me go ahead and jump bandwagon and let me support them because I don't want to go through another craziness again. Is it the fear of rioting or is it the fear of like them getting voted out of office? I think it's a mixture of both, but for right now, I will lean, I'm leaning more towards the fear of rioting because, I mean, look what happened with the riots. It was, it, I feel like the riots... Not justifying some everything that happened on with the riots. Let's, let let me be clear. I'm not you know for the looting and stuff like that or whatever like that. But the riots, I feel like that was just a manifestation of like all this anger and hatred and uh, the mindset of enough of being enough. We need to stand up. So when African Americans finally decide, you know what, we tired of the BS and stuff like that. It takes. The craziness of rioting and stuff like that for these politicians to wake up like look and also it could be fear of something worse you know so i i mean it could be a be a fear of you know getting voted out but i think it also is more fear like 
oh, we don't want to relive the events that happened last year because it could be worse. So let's give them what they want. So it's a victory, but we also got to remember, too, it's still a lot of work that needs to be done. And see, this is why I wouldn't necessarily call it a victory yeah. because it's given given a federal holiday that's good but what about the what about the centuries of centuries of beatings and lynchings and the fact that we had to fight for our right to vote which and to the extent even today we're still not treated as equal or human well that also goes to say that what we talked about in the past what is considered enough That's a, good that's, a that's a question. I feel like I'm not saying that would never be answered, but how can you answer what is considered enough? Now, I say it's I say it's a victory because at least it's getting more acknowledgement. Cause before June tick was just you know another day, you know. So now it's that awareness that's being brought onto it now. Now I'm saying that the way the awareness came about was good, but, you know, it's starting to click in people's mind like, oh, this keeps, this keeps replaying. This keeps reoccurring. Maybe it's time to, like, really look into this, and you got those people that want to know what it means, and you got those people like, oh, it's just another holiday that they want some time off and stuff like that, which is a bad mindset to have, but it's out there. So with back to the topic, because I feel like I'm getting off with the we talking about the politician. I think he's just a reflection of what some people in America feel. Not all, but some, and I'm not surprised by it. And you know what? I'm glad you said that because I've seen on like message boards and things like that when it comes to the topic of Juneteenth, a lot of people who are, you know, not African American and don't understand the concept of Juneteenth. They have their, you know, they have their nose in here like, why do they need Juneteenth? We're all Americans. This is more device. No. If you want to sit up and say we need to bring unity together, that's fine. But what needs to happen is we need to go back through the history of America, recognize what was done, what needs to be done, and actually look into it and say, okay, these are the things that America was built on. This was wrong. How we fix it. And then after you finally start to begin to fix it, then you can move forward. That's true, but who's to say they want to learn? And if they don't want to learn, they just gonna have but, to get by. But my, my answer to that was because I was in a situation like that in my job. I had I was fighting for Juneteenth to be recognized at my job, and I simply put it: the same energy that we put into Cinco de Mayo, which ain't got nothing to do with a good population of America of Americans, you know, or uh, Fourth of July, which is considered America's Independence Day, which that don't deal with a good number of, you know, Americans, you know. We acknowledge those. So what's wrong with acknowledging, acknowledging June 10th? That's an Independence Day. Well, for a certain group of people. people. Yeah. America is comprised of different ethnic groups and different, you know, races and stuff like that. And And correct me if I'm wrong, you know, each one of those days I just named is is uh, going towards a different race. Oh, and then you got St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. That goes to, you know, a different group of people. So, I don't get when it comes when it comes to African-Americans holidays, celebrating stuff, 
why is it that it's always an obstacle and why does every why does it always seem like that everybody got to benefit from it well and i and i want to piggyback off of that because last night we were actually talking about this and Bunny Jones actually said something that was so profound. I'm going to remind her because she probably ain't going to remember what she said. <laughs> she giving me the look like, what's happening? Right. 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 What is so, she talking about? And by the way, Juneteenth celebrations are still going on. So, you know, we can't control Chicago in the background with the fireworks and the and the emergency Because we are from the trap right now in the we, middle of it all. We, we in the middle of it. We, we in the trap, okay? The trap. So if you hear that in the background, listen... Just, just keep it moving. You just understand. We just can't, know we safe. We safe. We out here in these streets, but we safe, okay? We cannot control the Chicago. So, back to what I was saying with Bunny Jones, and she don't remember nothing she said. Now, listen. <laughs> Piggybacking off of what Miss Music Google said, okay? Our favorite hip-hop sister. The fact is, everybody... And we need to talk about this. Everybody's benefiting from Juneteenth right now. Whether they agree with this holiday or not, they're benefiting from it. Although this year fell on a Saturday, the thing is, it's a federal holiday. So we all know that if it falls on a weekday or or if it falls on a certain day, we're going to get that Monday off or that Friday. I'm not sure which way they're going to go with this. Either way, we're going to get a pay, it's a pay holiday. We're going to get that extra day, right? Just like other federal holidays. The thing is, Bunny Jones pointed out, like, listen, why, like Miss Music Google said, why is there always an obstacle, you know, to allow African-Americans to celebrate something that means, you know, something to them, right? Bunny Jones said, yeah, because it's funny how every time they give us a quote unquote victory, everybody has to benefit from our victory. And that's the only way we can get it. You have all these other ethnic groups benefiting from Juneteenth. They're, they have a day off. They get, you know, pay for the holiday. They get that extra day off, you know. But a lot of us who the holiday is actually for, we were at work. And still got to go to work. And still got to go to work. Mm. We didn't get time and a half. We, we you know, we didn't even get to, get to you know, benefit from our own holiday right but other certain companies like for instance i work for a nonprofit, minority run nonprofit. we didn't have that 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 affordability we were uh, we we can't just shut down what we were doing you know we had to work it wasn't no time off you wait until right before the holiday to say yes let's make this a holiday so the black people won't get upset right we don't want the riots again you do it right before the holiday where people don't even have enough time to prepare their teams. They don't have enough time to prepare their companies. They don't have enough time to look in their budgets to see if they can afford an extra time and a half because they can't shut down. You didn't give nobody time to do anything. So I feel like when we start discussing, you know, uh, the method and the strategy they have, it ain't that they don't want to learn. It's that they don't care. And the thing is, every move they make, is strategic how can we keep these people in line how can we keep our the population halfway happy because we can't we can never make everybody happy but how can we keep the population in line and keep them from going crazy you know losing out on our 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 economy How, how can we do this what small step can we do to calm these folk down 
and 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 even when we were talking back back in season one when we were discussing the uh what, what's the dude that put his his knee on the neck of the man of um, Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin, because we know we don't want to forget his name because that's important. Even when we were discussing Derek Chauvin, I personally feel like, and I think a lot of other people do as well. I personally feel like. Okay, those fireworks are real. <laughs> so I personally feel like with Derek Chauvin that um, the decision they made at the time was strategic. I personally don't even feel like they they wanted to punish that man for real, for real. I think they said what they needed to say to keep people in line. Because if they rioted last year, oh, if you didn't think it was going to be another one, had they not said that that man was guilty, it was about to be a real big it problem. It was going to be hell on earth. It was going to be hell to pay. And you know, to to answer your question that you were you, that you stated, I think it really comes down to one word, and the word is vote. So, in in order to see the changes that we need to do, we we need to vote. And if people don't believe that our vote doesn't count, look at the last twenty twenty presidential election. 80 million people turned out to not, to uh, to vote Donald Trump out. 80 million. So if you ever needed to, if you ever needed to vote or ever needed a reason to vote, there you go. Just look back at that one. Or even if it's not that one, you just go back and you speak. You look at the Georgia Senate runoff with uh, Senator Warlock and Senator uh, I want to say his name Osna Osna, but. The vote, the people who voted for them down in Georgia, they spoke loud and they spoke proud. So and obviously it, the the vote um, did something. Now they over here trying to do voting. Uh, was it voter suppression? They yeah. having these rules and stuff, rules and regulations on voting. But the thing about it is, if they they was screaming the entire time, there's no voter, you know, suppression or voter fraud. So if there's no voter fraud or voter suppression, why are you guys making up these rules that you know are stupid? And, and trying to benefit and your public. And don't forget about party. the recounts of votes. Mm-hmm. Trying to find stuff like Chinese, uh, what is it, bamboo, bam, Chinese bamboo on the votes. They're using the everything in their power bull, to see what sticks. Mess. And you know what? And it's hard to even discuss that that actual uh, presidential election because we just really don't know what happened. We don't know. Some people say Donald actually won. Some people say, you know, Uncle Joe won. We we really don't know. We really don't know. And we can only assume. We can only, you know, have our theories. I mean, it the poli- the political world can can be confusing. It can be it could be a lot. And you know, peanuts, you know, we we have our opinions, but you know, don't come for us. Because we don't know all the facts. You know what I'm saying? We just know what we know from a local level. And none of it was right. The whole election was crap. Our mailing system is still crap. That was affected by the election. It's just a lot going on in that world. And when it comes to blacks, it's just never, ever right. Nothing uh, is ever it's just right. black people get the short end of the stick. We get the short end of the stick on everything. You know? But uh, did you, you were you good with this Juneteenth thing? Did you have something else to talk about, or was your whole segment on Juneteenth? Because you know we can do Juneteenth forever. Well, the la- to wrap it all up, the last thing I gotta say about Juneteenth is this: this is our first Juneteenth that we're celebrating as a federal holiday. And for all of those who don't know what Juneteenth is, 
and those who do know Juneteenth is, please don't go out here and if somebody say they don't know the history behind it, you'd say, oh, you should know what Juneteenth is or chastise them. As black people, what we need to do, we need to educate each other. Yeah, if they don't yeah. know something, tell them. Or if you don't know for sure, but you want to help them, steer them in the right direction. It's yeah, not that hard. Yeah. We need to stop being divisive amongst each other. That's a big problem. So te- reach one, teach one. That's all it really comes down to. And those are the facts with the fact with facts. Those are the facts with facts. Thank you for that. We Juneteenth, you know, we couldn't skip that. We had to discuss that. I mean, it was a beautiful day to find out that this was a federal holiday. I mean, what did y'all do when y'all found out that this where were you? What were you doing? When you found out this was a now a federal paid holiday. I think I was on the toilet. Oh. <laughs> what you say, buddy? I think I was on the toilet. You was on the toilet? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was watching the news. Where were you at, Miss Mu- Music Google? Do you really want to know what I did? We want to know where you were doing. I was at work, right? And I should have been answering phones, but I was on my phone trying to see because I was hearing and stuff like that. And I was in my boss's office trying to say, so are we getting this day off or no? Or am I getting this time and a half or no? Mm. And how did that come up? How did it come out? <sighs> Y'all, your sister still got to go to work on Monday. Period. <laughs> because <Basically>. me too. <laughs> me too. My job didn't acknowledge it at all. They, there's, I mean, nobody talked about it at all. It never came up. There was no email. There was nothing. But you know what we going to do, Mo? We still going to come up in there now in our bright colors and in our Juneteenth wear and and sit up in that office be like, uh, so are you going to recognize this or not? Horrible. Just horrible. Oh, well, you might not do. I don't know because you, you know, you got a little bit more sense than I do. But I will be at work Monday morning with my Juneteenth shirt on and I want them to send me home because I want to come back. All right, look at that. Uh, one more thing before we officially wrap up on this uh, topic. Let's take a moment to say thank you and shout out to Opal Lee, the 94-year-old activist who is considered the grandmother of the Juneteenth movement. Oh, who yeah. Mar- who marched from Fort Worth, Texas, all the way to Washington, D.C. by herself to Ooh. make sure that this happened. That is a strong woman. It is. Yes, she it just is. so happens to be a part of the Greek world. Uh, need don't need to say it. You can look it up yourself. You know, because we don't like to uh, advertise for specific sororities or fraternities. But, but she's part of a good. One. But she's part of a really good, good sorority. sorority, and 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 we are happy for that sorority. Um, because she's a great representation, not only of that sorority, but just divine nine in general. And we want to, what, what is it? What is her name? Say her name. Opal Lee. Come on, Miss Opal Lee. Lee. Come on, sister, sister Opal Lee. Thank you for your sacrifice and your action. You yeah. never gave up. You did more than any of us ever thought and to do. And we're giving you your flowers now. Yes, that's right. You deserve all the flowers in the world. Thank you so much. Regardless of how people are treating the holiday, how they feel about the holiday, you know, how some people, you know, they 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 are benefiting from this holiday, whether they need to or not. Thank you for your service, ma'am. Thank you for your service. So, wrapping up on Juneteenth, I kind of want to get into uh, vaccinations, right? 
So most of the time, uh, when we discuss vaccinations, because vaccinations is a big deal right now. Not not only is you know just you know trying to cancel out the COVID, but really it's a big deal because now it's we're talking specifically Chicago. Um, with Chicago completely opening, you know, what does this mean for people, right? You know, uh, you have restaurants where you can come in and those who are vaccinated can prove it. You know, they can, they, they can take the mask off. They can walk around proud and free. And, you know, you have places where it's like, oh no, we still masking, you know, so whatever. Then you got other places where it's like, eh, you know, it's over. Most people are vaccinated. We should be good. So everybody in that boy piled up like nothing ever happened. I mean, it is a lot happening when we talk about these vaccinations. So normally, you know, uh, because there's a push for vaccination, we talk about uh, why we should get them and how we should get them and the numbers and the facts and the, and all these different things, the scientific stuff. Well, I want to talk about those who don't have them and why they don't want them or just what's happening in Chicago or just in general, with not getting vaccinated, right? I, I want to discuss this um, because it really doesn't matter what each one of our opinion about vaccination is. It's it's a hot topic. And you know the girl for the buzz, she does hot topics, right? Um, and vaccinations are a huge hot topic. So first I want to talk about um, the Cubs. Now, Chicago Cubs, this is a big deal, right? Major League Baseball team, huge. They never win, but they're important. Uh, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can say that yeah, no, more. no more. Whatever. They, no, they, they won the World Even though it was five years ago, they won the World Series. All right. They won the World Series. Whatever. The point is, you know, I, mean, I, don't, care about I, no way. I, don't, I don't care about it. You know, I'm more of a Sox person, but, you know, and. I ain't from here, so I could care less. The point is... She likes the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, I'll shop. So the <laughs> Cubs are one of eight Major League Baseball teams that are not at 85% fully vaccinated threshold, right? This is a big deal. Only eight teams are not at 85% vaccinated threshold. The Cubs is one of them, all right? First baseman, Anthony Rizzo. Did I say his name correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. Mr. Rizzo, which I feel like I've seen his name a lot. Like, he's an important player, right? Like, he's a big He was deal. on the World Series team. World Series team. This is a serious player, y'all, for those who don't follow, okay? First baseman, Anthony Rizzo, talked about why he decided not to get vaccinated in an interview. He's the first player to publicly admit it, and he quickly became a trending topic, of course. Of course, you have this major celebrity who's like, mm, I don't want it, right? This, you know, it's kind of taboo. Everybody can talk about how they want to get vaccinated and how they are vaccinated. But for you to say you're not getting vaccinated, this is a big deal. Huge, huge deal, right? So he claims that it was a life decision, decision made for personal reasons. He said he just, it wasn't that he was against the vaccination, or getting the vaccination, he said he just wanted to take a little more time to see the data on the vaccine, right? Um, this is one of the reasons why most people who didn't get a vaccine are not getting the vaccine. They, Some people, that was one of the reasons. Some people just want to, you know, just wait a little bit longer, you know? Um, but for him to say that, this was huge. I mean, he got a lot of backlash, right? Um... 
Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, because he's not the only uh, athlete to come out and say that, honestly. Uh, I just read earlier today, according to Newsbreak, that Buffalo Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley said that he might retire because of the NFL's COVID rules. So that's a big story in itself. What are their COVID rules? Um, basically, that uh, they have to get the shot or I believe they face a fine. I don't, I'm not... What? Yeah. Because it was, it was a lot of jumbo. It was weird. But Cole Beasley... Uh, saying that he may retire because of the COVID rules, I'm like, ooh. I mean, to be honest, to be honest, we all saw, we all knew it was coming. All these jobs, uh, all these jobs care about the bottom line, no matter if it's sports, no matter if it's restaurants, whatever. Every business institution cares about their bottom line. And if COVID is stopping them from making their bottom line, best believe they're going to institute rules to tell you that, hey, either you're going to lose your job or you're going to take this vaccination. So, um, first of all, I'm glad you even brought that up because that's that's my next point, actually. Talking about, you know, people losing their jobs over this vaccine. How do y'all feel about people putting in rules? Because, first of all, it's illegal. You cannot do that. How do you feel about people putting rules um, on someone's job position that they cannot work, whether it's being an athlete, a musician, or whatever it is, how you guys feel about these rules that they're putting in, or trying to put in place for those who choose not to get a vaccine? I'm going to be honest. I, I saw this coming months ago. You know, uh, it wasn't a hot topic then like it is now, but these these businesses and corporations who are following the science and we're actually seeing the science work, because every time you look at the test positivity rate and the number of infections, it's under a thousand. Starting to, now, starting to get under like seven hundred, at least here in Chicago. People, people have we repeatedly seen people get sick, get on ventilators, get on their deathbeds, and say that still claim that the that the virus is not real and die. If you if seeing any of these hasn't affected you, I think you need to look at yourself in the mirror. But I'm not surprised that these businesses and these corporations are instituting these rules. Do I do I like it? I'm still trying to figure that part out. But did I see it coming? Yes. I mean, for me, I'm not surprised because um, you really see that a lot in healthcare. They try to I don't want to say low key, but they trying to try to secretly incorporate that and I feel like it's hard because me you know I worked firsthand through the whole pandemic you know doing doing all that but it's like I don't agree with it because it's like you taking somebody's you hanging somebody's uh lifeline over their head because people need their job mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying like I always say I need my I need my job to pay everybody pay rent, light, gas, or whatever the mm-hmm. necessities. So you hang in there like some people that might be only somebody's only you know source of income. You hanging that over their head. So of course you know don't nobody wants to live like out in the street or you know living you know not know not knowing how they're gonna feed their families. So I, I I disagree with that because you basically taking somebody's whole life away. 
But see, see, this is my, this is where I look at, and maybe because I'm looking at it through a different lens, you know, dealing with recovery and you know, beating leukemia. I look at it like this. Let's say, let's say you're still uh, on the fence, not an anti-vaxxer, but on the fence, and you're trying to figure out whether you want to get the vaccine or not. Well, I look at it like this. Yes, you have to also you have to factor in the fact that you're trying to support a family. But one, is it easy? Is it easier to just get the vaccine? And, you know, know that you're still going to be at least be here for your family, for your kids. Or are you going to run the risk of getting COVID? And it's not even the fact of just getting COVID. Now we're dealing with a more dangerous variant that, that's okay. spreading quicker. Okay, let me put another twist to it because I know somebody who's going through that right now. Now, what if, what if you went through a trauma? You lost somebody that was close to you because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And they got vaccinated and all that. But they still caught it and did not survive. So, would you say that's easier for them to come to the decision? Oh, should I? I can get this vaccine and and be there for my family, or not get this vaccine and I still feel like I would still be able to live. You got to think mm-hmm. different situations because it's not always going to be the case of you know still supporting your family. A lot of people probably not getting this vaccine because they had a trauma tied to it. And, you know, they either lost somebody to COVID-19 and they feel like, what's the point of me getting it? Because, you know, my loved one had got vaccinated or they didn't have a chance to get vaccinated and they still died from it. So it, it could be one of those, damn if I get it, damn if I don't. Well, I mean, I, I look at it like this, you know, to what you said. I feel like if you if you lost someone to uh COVID-19 I mean personally I have I lost a friend to COVID-19 I feel like if they didn't get a chance to get the vaccination and they died from it then I feel like you should do it you know for them because they never got the chance that you still had okay hold on let let me let me reel this in because what we're not doing in this segment which is why I said in the beginning most of most of the time when people talk about vaccination, we're talking about the reasons why you should get it, the science behind it. We're not talking about that. We're talking about we're doing the other side. Those who are not getting vaccinated, why they're not getting vaccinated. You know, we're we're discussing that. We're not discussing why you should get it. We're discussing the life of those who are not getting vaccinated. That's what we're discussing. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's another side of it. We're not discussing because we're our job here is not to promote the vaccine and push for it because that's what the next the next part of this segment is discussing the push for vaccinations and what that means and what that looks like. We're not here to tell people why they should or should not. We're here to talk about those who are not and what that looks like. What it looks like for them to be in a city that's completely open and they are not vaccinated. Right. Because first of all, what peanuts, what we are fans of is choice. All of us here are pro-choice in everything. Okay. None of us are those that feel like we should have control over anybody's life, whether that's um, uh, uh, reproduction, whether that's, uh, you know, other things. Right. (laughs) Other things. We're not going to go into it, but we are all pro-choice here. Everybody should have a choice on what they want to do. Now, granted, you know, uh, okay, let's let's get into the arguments about 
why somebody would not want to get vaccinated, right? So, or why people think, let's, because that's a whole different subject, why people think people don't want to get vaccinated, right? So there's an article that I read um, uh, talking about how to talk to people who aren't vaccinated. I think this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really... Do you understand the words that are coming, coming out, out of my mouth? mouth? Yes. <laughs> I, I cannot believe, you know, because I feel like people, some people feel like those who don't want to get vaccinated are, they have a mental disorder or something. <laughs> right? Like, th- that's what this sounds like. How do you talk to someone with depression? I, I, I mean, someone who doesn't want to get vaccinated. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I feel, I feel like, I, I, I get why you're saying what you why you're saying what you're saying. I think the only reason why somebody you know decided to make that article is because just like when it uh, with the mask, it was a big thing. People didn't want to wear a mask. Now there's a vaccine, and you're trying to understand why somebody does not want to take the vaccine. Now, if it's for religious purposes or it's a serious health risk, then okay. I, I'm not you know it's. You made your decision. It's a very good one. But for those who are coming up with things like conspiracy theories and trying to uh, use history in the wrong terms to fit their narrative, that's when I have a problem. Okay, so, but here's my thing. Your problem, that's your problem. That's personal. Whatever this person decided to do ain't got nothing to do with you. That That's what I'm talking about, right? So this particular article... Right. And now granted, some people will say, oh, but it does have to do, you know, do with you because it's for the greater good. You know, it, it we have to cancel out the code, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, everybody has a choice and you, you don't have to like it, but, but you, you have, have to respect, respect it. it. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Your problem is your problem. That ain't got nothing to do with this other person. Now, if you don't feel safe, yeah, feel free to wear your mask and your gloves and whatever makes you feel safe. That's fine. Or if you don't even want to talk to that person, cool. That's cool. But respect that person's decision. It ain't got nothing to do with you. So going back to this article, that's ridiculous because they talking to people like they got a a, a mental, you know, challenge, uh, (laughs) a mental disorder. So number one, right, is their advice to talk to people who are not vaccinated and won't do it. Listen to their concerns and empathize with them. Why did it make it sound like they depressed? They don't want to get shot. Exactly. It empathize with them. What is empathy? I mean, do do I have, do, I'm thinking for this person, you know, do we have to empathize with someone who's getting vaccinated? Or, or, or why do we have to feel sorry for someone? You know, what, 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 what do we, why do we have to feel sorry for someone who doesn't want to get vaccinated? It's just, I mean, that's their choice, right? So the second one, uh, a, a piece of advice to talk to someone who's not vaccinated, supply clear info relevant to people's concerns, but not too much. I, I See, that one, I can understand why they said that because I've literally seen people say that they got their... Uh, got their information about the vaccines from social media mm-hmm. i'm like you, you you can't trust social media because it's full of it's full of fallacies it's full of you know lies people lie on social media we see that every day in an ordinary conversation if you're going to get your if you're going to get your information from somewhere go to somewhere that's accredited cdc you know talk to your doctor i mean me personally i feel like it's stupid because let me tell you why i feel like this because 
I have nothing. First of all, I have nothing against people who are not vaccinated or vaccinated. I, I still treat you the same. Mm-hmm. But the way I see it is for someone who don't want to be vaccinated, it's like anybody that make a medical decision about themselves. There are some people that don't want to get the flu shot. Mm-hmm. Right? There are still people that don't want to get do that don't take certain medications because they believe in natural and holistic stuff. Yeah. And that, to me, that's no different from that. So I feel like, I feel like there are cancer patients who don't want chemo. chemo. I know them. Right. <laughs> they don't want chemo yeah. because they don't want they they don't like the effects or they feel like it's gonna affect them some type of way. I mean, people have that right. I mean, I mean not to cut you off, but you know, people have that right. And I feel like I feel I, I, I when when they say empathize, if we want to talk about that, I empathize with those who don't want to be vaccinated because I feel like it's so much emphasis on pushing them to get vaccinated because it's something that was unexpected. It's still new. And it's just, they feel like, oh, we feel like that you should get vaccinated because it's the, that fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, because it's a new thing and it's something unexpected, they feel like, okay, let's solve this problem now before it gets worse. But at the end of the day, we still don't know what's going to happen. You don't. Now, um, and I would say, you know, to this article's point, supply clear info relevant to people's concerns, but not too much. Now, there's, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. Because like you said, in fact, some people got their info from social media. You have to be careful with that. Um, But I feel like it's one thing, because of course you're going to offer that info because you care, right? But... If this person who's not vaccinated didn't ask you for that, yeah. mind your business. And don't feel like it's your mission to tell It's them. not your... There you go. It ain't your mission to tell this person some info they didn't ask for. Because more than likely, this person, okay, we're just going to assume that this person, this person probably did some research themselves. Now, granted, you can ask a question. Hey, where did you get your research from? Whatever. And if they want to tell you, then okay, cool. But if you guys are in that discourse where you're you're talking about where you got your information from, okay, so be it. But for you to just come out of nowhere, you know, if we're talking about memes here, nobody. And then here you come, vaccinated person. So I got this info. Here are these articles. Read this. Here's a book. Here's the doctor. The doctor said this. 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 this, this. Who asked you? I feel like it's no different <laughs> if you sitting in the hospital or you talk to your doctor and your doctor trying to convince you to take this type of medication because it's going to prevent this and prevent that. you still going to do what you want to do because, you know, that's just how you feel. It's your body. You have that right not to do it. So it's just like when I hear that situation right there, it's people who feel like it's vaccinated people who feel like they mission tell unvaccinated people about Here's the statistics in this. And it ain't got to do nothing about the information. Yeah, I, I can find out all the information in the world. But if I don't want to get vaccinated, why do you feel like it's your mission to to help to make me change my mind? And also, all because you told me something and, and Ray Ray Day Day and them all told me the same damn thing. What's that going to make me change my mind? Exactly. So, <laughs> again, you know, giving information is fine, but... 
just do it when it's asked for. No, nobody wants to be hounded about a decision they've already made nobody because they actually in, in the article that I read they said that those who were excited about the vaccination, you know, or had that super fear about the COVID and they really just wanted the vaccination, they didn't got it already. They didn't got it already. So the push and the you know look at this and look at that and the info this and info, them people already heard that 117 times. They didn't read it. They still made their decision. Leave them alone, right? Then the uh, the third piece of advice was consider finding a better messenger. So not only are you gonna throw information in their face over and over. Now, well, let me let me have you talk to this person because they're 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 credible. So so listen to this person if you're not gonna listen to me, boy. I just told you. <laughs> I'm imagining, right? We just talked about how it don't matter who tell me. I just told you I made my decision, correct? Right? right? The, the fourth piece of advice. Appeal to people's altru- altruism and common humanity. Which means don't they don't want to be told what to do, but appeal to them helping the greater good. Listen. That does not work. It doesn't it because it, like Captain Sableho, it is Captain Sable because we use that all the time. You tell these drug dealers, these gang bangers, these these crazy folk, these psycho folk, you try to come to them and say, well, you know, even if you don't want to change, I don't want to tell you what to do. But for the greater good, you should do this and stop doing that. Has that ever worked on anybody? If it has, we're never around. We're exactly. So what? What is this? You know what I mean? Like we're not worried about. You know, I'm. I, this person who's not vaccinated is probably worried about their sales and what it can do to them or whatever their personal reason is. The fact that it could quote unquote help the greater good, it is not gonna work. You wasting your time, right? And then the last piece of advice is nothing worth set boundaries, which I said earlier from the very beginning. If you don't feel safe, feel 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 free to keep yourself away. That's fine. That's fine. Because the person who's not vaccinated understand. You know, they might be like, oh, you tripping. But at the end of the day, you've made it clear how you feel. This person made it clear how they feel. It's okay to disagree. That's fine. But the push is really unnecessary. And we could talk about the push for a couple seconds because, you know, I want to go ahead and wrap this episode up. We want we want time for a little bit of chit-chat because that's important. We need that. Um, so the push, all the incentive to get the vaccination. You know, I read somewhere that it's halfway brainwashing. But we're not going to discuss that because then, you know, we'll be going into conspiracy theories. And you know your girl love a good theory. Okay? So we're not going to do that. But can we talk about some of these incentives? I heard in Ohio they're offering $1 million, you know, uh, to those who get vaccinated. And they get pulled from um, a, a lottery. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit, I want, I want to be pulled for a lottery for a million dollars. The thing about it is that even if, even if you already got the vaccination before the uh, lottery, you can still enter. Oh, wow. See? Yeah, there's nothing. There's no, and at least in the state of Illinois, there are no rules. I mean, if you're fully, your name is already in the lottery because you've already been fully vaccinated. Obviously, when they take your name and stuff down. So, you've been fully vaccinated, your name is pulled, you're a millionaire. Oh, so there's no sign up for us. Nope. Well, I'm waiting for my name to be pulled. Cool, you 
Well, you know, the people on the call may not be able to hear you. You whispering. I said was. <laughs> I can use, they can go ahead and pull my name for a million dollars right now because a sister could use a million dollars. I take the million dollars, but I try to make sure in any way, shape, or form that my name is not known to the public. Hmm. That's not, it don't work. Lottery don't work like that. I know, but I, I use a I use a mystery name or something. <laughs> so, what are other incentives you guys are seeing? Lollapalooza. They giving away free tickets. Now, please explain that to those who are not from here. What the uh, hell so is Lollapalooza? Lollapalooza is a um, very popular uh, Chicago um, festival, music festival. Um, it's really like a white rich kids. Type of thing. It's like Chicago. <laughs> it's like Chicago's Coachella, but for white. Yeah, right. there we go. Chicago's Coachella, but for white folk. Got it. But it got Coachella is for white people. But sometimes real life, they got yeah. some good black artists though on there. No, they always have like the black artists. This year, because uh, we bring the this year, Megan Thee Stallion's performing at Lollapalooza. Yeah. But even though, like you guys just pointed out, even though they're black artists, you know, who are for the culture, who are included in these festivals, they're not, these festivals are not, they're not geared towards the black community. It's supposed to be, or it's viewed as supposed to be for Chicago as a whole. Not with them prices. Not with them prices. <laughs> the taste is more geared to yeah, the to taste everybody is. than that. Are they I'm, still doing it? We still doing it? Yeah, we still doing the taste. Yeah. <laughs> are we doing? We're not doing it this year, are we? I doubt. Well, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But last year they had the taste, but it was express. I don't what? even know what that it means. It was short, shortened out, and that uh, it was virtual, basically. Oh, because that's no... How do you eat? <laughs> There's some food trucks around that oh. you still go to, but it wasn't many. Okay. But we can get to, we can get into that in the chit-chat when you talk about summertime, Shy. Yeah. How the fuck do you do a virtual space? I, I don't know. We got to get back to the top of the game. Right, right. <laughs> so, the incentive... So, one of the incentives of actually uh, Miss Music Google was with her maid of honor the other day for a friend's birthday... They were at a restaurant. Oh, yeah, they gave me... So, they gave me a button telling me that that said fully vaccinated but slightly intoxicated. So... (laughs) Now, what do y'all think about this? I like it. I I thought it was cute. It was a fun way, you know... Bringing humor to it. Bringing humor to a situation. I get it. I get it. Um, I don't know. But, like, all this, like... Incentives. I just feel bad for those who are not vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Because like it's like they're constantly putting pressure on those people. You know, so it's like I now like everybody else can not wear their mask, but you, you basically got to stand in the corner. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like why have people out? You but, know what I'm saying? But like, I feel like the incentives are more geared to those who are on events versus the anti-vaxxers. That's what I think. But you know what's one incentive that I think is a ploy and a little brainwashing trick? What? And I think it's kind of smart, but it's also wrong at the same time. What? The plane tickets. Because they know everybody want to travel. Now, that's wrong. That 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 simply is just wrong. But I want to go back for like a hot second with you guys, because that was actually my next point. Um, facts you actually talked about earlier um, about how... 
uh, one of the politicians was saying that, you know, Juneteenth was a device used to um, create division in our um, country. Well, you know, I don't like that little button, although this little saying was cute, but that's that to me was like a reflection of what we're going through right now. The incentives, the push. I feel like these are all the this is a device to divide this country. Um, I know they want everyone to get it for whatever reason they have, because I don't trust the government in real life, but I personally feel like this is dividing the country. When you tell someone, oh, you can come and sit at my restaurant, let's give you a little button so everybody know you vaccinated, but those who ain't got a button, we all know what you decided not to do. And by the way, here's your punishment for not doing so, right? Also, that is the, that is just a small way that they're doing that. They are, that is a divisive technique. You have people, we talked about a yacht party the other day, well, a few weeks back, where they're saying like, oh, here's one price for the vaccinated people and a higher price for those who are not vaccinated. But we can all party together though. It's not like, you know, we're, we're keeping them apart. We can all party together. We just gonna punish you for not being vaccinated. You either gonna have a party with everybody or you're not. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, it's not like they're going to force them to wear those masks. Those Absolutely. Masks gonna they're going to be off. Yeah. It's just a divisive technique mm -hmm. to make people fight against each other and make people not get along and argue. Now, we could talk about this forever. We can go on and on about it. I wish we had more time to talk about this because it is a hot topic. Both Juneteenth and not being vaccinated is a super hot topic. But... Unfortunately, we ran out of time. We can't even do chit-chat, right? So how do you guys feel about us not doing chit-chat? Just kind of going into the conversation and just ending it on the conversation. Let us know, right? Um, This is Miss Music Google. Hey, 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 hey. Miss <laughs> Bunny Jones. Peace, blessings, and the ratchet, y'all. <laughs> Mr. Google. Yo, yo, yo. And... Your mo to the G to the mahogany locks. Listen, we love hanging out with y'all. We love talking to y'all. Please comment, like, do whatever you do. Share the link. You know, let people know we out here in these streets. We gonna grow and get better. Okay, because we about to get some mics, y'all. I know our sound ain't all that, but... We love y'all. We, we for the culture. And we want to end on a note. It's Peanuts Gang Gang. Gang Gang. gang. And we out. Gang.